You ready for this? Yes. Really? <laughs> Are you recording? Yes. The second I hit record, you start burping. What's your safe word? Burp. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today we're a little gassy, we're a little sassy, and we got a whole lot of assy. You have to tell me when you hit the record button. The red light's on. We're recording, Daddy. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It has, oh my God, we're back. What? We're back. We I know. It. We're we, back. We came from middle America. If y'all ever follow us on social media, all you got from this last week was us a, having time to post on social media because we weren't in front of our desks. And B, us stuck in the middle of a red state in a very small town of about 200 people. And the second that we drove in, fuck Biden signs, flags just waving in our okay. face. To be fair, there were only two, <laughs> but there's only like 10 and houses. <laughs> I was you can't justify that. You cannot justify that. Welcome back, y'all. Um, We are back from outer space. We had a nice time this last week in some ways. And you make it sound like it is like a whole nother country. We went to Wyoming. It's, it's just another state. It's, it's not it, that bad. It's not that bad. Okay. It was actually really nice. I, I mean, I, while, while today's podcast is going to be a bit about our trip, which was, for all intents and purposes, adventurous. Yes. There was a lot of moments. It also made me not only happy for where I live, but grateful and thankful for where we live and very, very, very aware of our bubble in many ways. Yeah. And it makes you more grateful for the community that you have that supports you and supports who you are and what you are and doesn't, doesn't look at you weird. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure there will be a lot of relatable moments for those that might not live in a super blue area. Um, but also, I wanted to talk about this phenomenon today, and this is the topic, that's called code switching. Now, do you know what that is? I don't. What's code switching? Is this when you switch the codes at the supermarket so you get a lower price? Oh my God. <laughs> no? no it's... Not that I've ever done what? that. Wait, 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 wait what? <laughs> <Allegedly>. Hello? <laughs> that's illegal. And we're not saying we've ever done Why? What, what did you switch? Well, as a child 50 years ago. I, I mean, I've heard technically that you could take one UPC code off and Daddy, put it on. The there's there's no way that works anymore. Yeah. Back in the day, maybe. Maybe back in but my day. There's yeah. no way. Um, so, for instance, let's start out with a story. So the day before we're leaving for the trip to see your family out in the very lovely city of where? Glendo, Wyoming. I had never even heard of the place. Nobody has. <laughs> it is about three hours drive outside of Denver, Denver Colorado. Yeah. So it's an hour and a half north of Cheyenne. And so I'm packing the night before mm -hmm. and I did like five loads of laundry because I haven't done laundry since before IML. And to be fair, to do laundry at your house is not an easy task because you're three flights up oh, I got stairs good leg day in. down to the laundry <laughs> down in the garage. So it's a lot of work. But um, I did five. I had like all my laundry was done and I'm packing and I, or I'm trying to pack. How many loads you have? Oh, yeah. Know. <laughs> Dirty boy. But I didn't have any straight clothes. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's like asking me. I'm like, we're going to go on a boat with my cousins and we're going to go jet skiing. And do you have any Horse shorts riding, that don't dinner. look like they were painted on? Like, I, I, it just it suddenly occurred to me that every single pair of clothing you have is so form fitting. I you like my, I you like, look like you're naked. 
Well, first of all, thank you. You're welcome. Second of all, no, I just, I, I have a wardrobe that I like. I like to be comfy. I like my sweatpants to, to fit my legs. I like my jeans to be slightly fitted. And a straight man would tell you that your clothes are not comfortable because they're I too know, bindy. I know. But <laughs> to be fair, I really tried. I washed all my clothes and I tried to find the straightest shit. And then, and then I'm packing she and I'm like, oh, miserably. what a lovely Blank black shirt. That'll be great for whatever formal things. Just a black shirt that goes with my jeans that aren't that tight. They were slightly fitted. They were not that tight. They were, okay. they were the only thing. But then when I got there, I mean, I, I found plenty of shirts that were just blank shirts or a nice cloth. But even then I looked gay as fuck because it's a nice material. You are gay as fuck. But the one shirt that I was like, this will be the safety net. This will always work. I flip it inside out. It's one of our Kingster shirts. Like, God damn it. <laughs> so I had to find like all my old gaming shirts with like, I had a Deadpool shirt. I had a Star Fox shirt. And then one day we went, we were going to go hiking with the family and you bring out this tank top. That's like spaghetti. It was a muscle tank from a straight boy it's company. It's a spaghetti string strapless. <laughs> like it, it's, it's barely a handkerchief of fabric. <laughs> Two strings. <laughs> like you are not wearing So that. daddy, that, do you know what we call this when we change our appearance, our tone, our voice in um, order to fit into a thing? Being affected. Oh, no. <laughs> Keep going. What's the topic of today? Oh, uh, do we call it code switching? Oh, my God. He can learn. That is amazing. Well done. High five, Daddy. So what's code switching? Pretending you're something that you're not? So code switching is the phenomenon of adjusting styles and presentations of communication based on audience being comfortable and safe when communicating. It is a way in which many components of code switching can be taken and changed so that you fit in. So this is voice, gender representation, or how you present and Maybe even just the pitch or the cadence at which you talk. And so this, I've done all, I think every gay person before coming out has done this their entire life to be less gay. Exactly. <laughs> right? So you hide who you are. And it is actually, so doing that for just three days, and we didn't have to hide, to be to be fair, we didn't have to hide that we were gay or anything yeah. around our family. Not at all. It was just around public people that we ran into in this town because mm -hmm. the town is so small. They're all like Mrs. Kravitz are like, Oh, who is that? Who are you? How are you related? Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. They want to know everything. And, um, and so we, I was just trying to be conscious. I didn't want to scare the kids. If we were going out and about, I didn't want to make anyone seem like I'm, you know, stand, but obviously tight it was also 200 people in the city. So like they knew we weren't from there, uh, but like, so code switching, which is something I want to talk about today as we tell stories, is, uh, I mean, when I was in Catholic high school or Catholic school growing up, I had to code switch. I had to do this to not only keep myself safe, but to make sure that like I quote unquote fit in, not because I wanted to, but right. because it was a safety measure for me. Like, have you ever code switched before? Yeah, all the time. For what purposes though? So actually sometimes I code switch just to Dom. Oh, so, kinky code switching. Yeah, kinky code switching. I like that. So, you, you know, I can put on my dumb voice and yeah, you like that, don't you, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah I get this. I, little, I love when you ask me what I like as you're telling ooh, ooh. Okay, so please, okay, so let's 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 happy. let's yes and this, which actually wait, before we yes and this, did you hear that Wayne Brady came out as pan? came out as pansexual oh okay no no <laughs> i thought you meant as a pan i'm like yes, he's, he just helps us cook pot, pot treadle what <laughs> no wayne brady came out as pansexual so congratulations to oh, him I, just, cool. I, I always loved his deadpan humor on whose lines in any way 
Like, <laughs> was that just to set up that joke? No. Uh-huh. I would never do that. Though, an update on my hoarder uh, stash. Remember the hoarder episode? My new pots and pans are doing great. No, they are. I like them. <laughs> pans. Mm, okay. Anyway, uh, let's set the. Th- okay, so speaking of yes anding and code switching, Daddy, can you give me. Uh, I want you to put on your Dom voice. Yeah. And tell me all about today's sponsor. Oh, today's sponsor is <laughs> Manscaped. Manscaped has the perfect. Oh, wait, we need different music for this. Boop. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, we're putting on the music now. Ready, go. Uh, Manscaped. You're code switching. It wasn't. I thought I did. <laughs> Uh, today we're here with the sponsor for you, Bouncing Bundle of Joy. Wait, what's the Bouncing Bundle of Joy? I think that's your balls. Oh, my balls. No, are a we're bouncy. not talking about our baby. They're chastity. They're not bouncing. <laughs> we're talking about your baby makers, if you have them, or just your downstairs. Oh, sorry, we're we're being we're being doms, right? Oh yeah, don't dom it. So that's right. You better show up by checking out Manscape. But just like babies, your delicate little guys, gals, or non-binary pals have sensitive skin down there and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. Tell me about your favorite product from Manscaped. I like the weed whacker because it can whack all the weeds in my nose, especially around <laughs> Was that That's sexy? so sexy. I love when my I love whacking the weeds in my nose. <laughs> or maybe you can check out Manscaped's Platinum Package. Now, from razors to shower care, this package goes above and beyond the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys, gals, and non-binary pals, right? With the finest toys by Manscaped at manscaped.com using offer code WATS20. Now give it to me in your code switch. WATS20. Now give it to me if you just watched the Barbie movie. WATS20. Now give it to me if you're... In Glendo. So, <laughs> the Manscaped Premium Package, again, Platinum Package 4.0, is the one stop shop for all your hair needs. They're designed the package to allow you to fully align your entire routine with elite products. Again, they have the Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Ultimum Premium Body Wash, the Ultimum Premium 2 in 1 Shampoo, Conditioner, and Deodorant Crop preserver anti-chafing ball deodorants and my favorite the new anti-chafing boxer briefs so if you'd like to check out manscape you can go where daddy manscape.com offer code lots 20 for 20 percent off and free shipping again with the code lots 20 thank you again manscape <laughs> you confuse me i'm keeping you on your toes i'm, I'm making sure your code switching is working for even our oh you <laughs> quit switching those codes no but i really like that actually as far as kinks go many people and i even asked our twitter following how code switching works into their lives. Mm-hmm. Kink is one of those things where code switching is not only important, relative, but makes it so a scene happens properly. Yeah. Like sex workers use code switching all the time, depending on a client, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, they have fun personalized, but then they code switch when they go to work and pretend to be boring and and sure not interesting. So they don't have to talk about the fun life that they have. And queer people, not just sex positive people, though sex workers had a lot to say about code switching, but queer people in general are incredibly good at it because we are made <laughs> because of society to have to adapt and find ways in which we pretty much have to preserve ourselves, survive, thrive. My entire life, you know, whenever I'm in mixed company and someone asks me what I do for a living, that question, I code switch so quickly, I won't tell them, I, I, 
an aging porn star. I will say, I'll wow. say I do. Corp- Don't be shady to yourself. I'll do corporate media for yeah. Macy's, um, which was true about 30 years ago, but um, not anymore. Oh, can we? Can we talk about and I I also want to preface this by saying everyone in Glendo was lovely. There was some very minor uh, aggressive comments made in our area, but everyone was real polite and your family. I love your family. I love my family, too, but they can be a lot code switching. I think we switched very well. And as far as talking about our jobs, your mom explaining what's the safe word to me. I just I oh, I had to hear about so funny. I I heard you on the back of the boat. We'll get there. Yeah, Yeah, we were on a boat. You guys. Um, but I, before we get into more stories from the weekend, I do want to just preface uh, all of it with code switching to say that code switching comes in many forms, as we've talked about here. It can be um, the way in which you talk, your cadence, even the staccato. How you dress. Yeah. The vocabulary you use, as you just said, from like, you're not going to say sex worker, you're going to say premium social media influencer. Yeah. Or like you said, use your Wyoming voice or your bro voice and you go, sup. <laughs> yeah, even when we, the the second that we got there Dude. in Wyoming yeah. or in Glendo specifically, we stopped at the only place you could go to shop for snacks, food, anything that you just like basic premium or label like brand name, mm-hmm. which was the gas station. Yeah, and the immediate code switch, even in my what I think was not very tight pants, I walk in there in like a normal tank top and my pants, and this this kid. I, I literally I'm opening up the Gatorade like machine yeah. and as I'm closing the Gatorade machine, I see the, the reflection of him behind me just staring there like a children of the corn. It scared the shit out of me and had no shoes, socks on or shirt. And I was just like trying everything within me not to scream because it scared the shit out of me. And I grab my Gatorade and I'm trying to ignore him, but walk to the other side of the like where you were at the snacks. And the kid followed me and was just like watching everything I did. So immediately had to code switch. Even with the cashier, I was like, hey, um, yeah, just this. Thank you. And like, it's it was so jarring. But I didn't I don't I, I didn't notice if you did you take your collar on or off? Wow. I didn't notice. Are you serious? Yes. You took it off. Collar switching you? works, too. Apparently, you took your collar off. I just I realized did. that I, I saw it, it for the first time. I was like, the kid probably saw your collar. And then I'm like, wait, you didn't have your collar on. No. Did you not notice that I didn't no. have a collar on all week? Wow. I should take my collar off all no. more often and see how long it takes. <laughs> God, I'm a horrible keyhole. No. <laughs> as far as code switching, code switching confuses people, too, yeah. that might be in your normal life. I had people that were concerned. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but sometimes people, if I tag the wrong Mr. Christopher on social media, mm-hmm. which happens because you get shadow banned all the time, or even when I take my collar off, people are like, is everything is okay? Is everything okay? Are you in, are you and daddy fighting? Yeah. Are you okay? Uh, well, and I appreciate the concern, but y'all, if we ever, I'm not, we're not breaking up, okay. but like we would let you know, it wouldn't be something we hide, you know, and, and nothing's happening. Daddy and I are fine. Right, daddy? Um, that you're taking far too long to answer. <laughs> um, but other code switching for many trans people included uh, sounding like they're quote unquote true gender by mm. society. Obviously, we're not trying to force any of our trans brothers, sisters or queer people to, to to code switch just to exist. But it's important for them to just survive in some areas. Um, I liked Tucker Max responded to my like, how do you guys code switch on Twitter that said um, post Dory? deodorant 
I learned uh, the importance uh, of code switching, not only not wearing it, but wearing it properly. Um, and even using phrases like my partner versus like they slash them. Um, my my mother confused me because uh, she, she said, uh, your cousin is coming. Uh, I said, oh, Nate's coming. And she's like, no, his partner. And it so confused me too. I'm like. His partner, because usually straight people don't use the word partner for something. So I'm like, yeah, I said, is he gay? And he's like, my mom was like, no, to his girlfriend. I'm like, well, why didn't you say girlfriend? That's kind of weird. <laughs> I bet. Well, so but I mean, I, 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 it's not weird. I mean, it's accurate partner, um, but it just it just threw me off. Well, and I do want to give your family credit too. like they live in a very, very small little town but that's because that's where your dad grew up that's where you went to the summers like that's where your family was yeah. but that's even then Wyoming. your mom doesn't try to assume with the word partner and your brother mm -hmm. who is in uh the education field mm -hmm. always uses they them for people until he knows their pronouns and right. i just like i want to give them a round of applause like they're really supportive they're very educated mm -hmm. and your mom bless her heart was like trying to tell me at one point over the weekend about a cousin that you have that was gay mm -hmm. recently coming out kind of to everyone, but going to college. So mm -hmm. it was like, I had a very similar experience. I started coming out when I went to college because it was easier. You didn't I mean, that's the time you do it time. normally. You're, you're questioning your identity and your sexuality. Well, especially in Colorado. Yeah. But she was like, oh, and I, I invited him to come out to one of the family gatherings this weekend, but I don't think he's going to make it. But I really wanted him to meet you guys because, you know, he's he's newly gay and doesn't understand really what to do. And so I, I, I told him about what's the safe word. And I was like. Oh, because oh, I have never heard her talk about what's I the know. safe word. I, I don't even know if they've ever seen the show. Well, based on her explanation of what's a safe word, because she kept going on and she was like, yeah, and it, you know, because I really think your show is important for for gays to learn how to be gay. <laughs> like, well kind of not, not wrong but um i because because she was like yeah he's, he's just figuring it out trying to learn how to be you know gay and i was like i don't know that our i don't like our show is tangentially very queer like it's all about being it's queer, queer positive, but it's very so, kinky yes. specific than yeah, gay specific <laughs> we're not always kinky you know no i know but no. i i appreciated that your mom was pretty much you know telling everyone about our show well i can't believe she's recommending a show that she's never watched <laughs> <laughs> oh do you got some tea over there daddy oh i do Okay, so you know how um, it's been. So we rented a car, right? Yeah. Um, because we had to drive three hours to Wyoming. So far. Okay. Wh why is this a thing with cars? So every time I put it in drive, it like locked all the doors. And then when we tried oh to get God. out of the car, every single time you couldn't unlock the door without pushing this button open. Why would they do that? That's ridiculous. It's a daddy safety lock. It, it's not. It, I didn't save me. It, it wasted my time. <laughs> it's, it's not a save. That's a waste. Okay. Could you code? Maybe you needed to code switch the car. I it just. But <laughs> why? Why is that a function? Why do? Why do you Child need child safety locks on the front? You can you can program it in the front or the back. What if you have to jump out of your car really fast? 
Um, that not happening there. No, I know. Well, anyway, so yeah, so that, that I, I was more crazy. annoyed by the make sure you have your seatbelt on alarm. Oh yeah, so that came on within it, one second. It, within five seconds so of driving. We, my, my parents, they they have a tiny house, so we couldn't stay there. So we got an Airbnb like one block away, and there's no one on the road. <laughs> like like it's like you could you, you could drive drunk and no one would care you wouldn't, need, you wouldn't i wouldn't need to drive but, you could walk the city in about five minutes five easily minutes. Anyway, if that so we would jump in the car to run over to my parents and the second our butts hit the seat of great ding 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 and then 15 seconds would hit it would be <laughs> it was it was it was so annoying it was annoying uh, that is a shared tea i would say okay. the, the locks i don't mind this much you're okay. hilarious joys of a rental car that's my dad too Wow. I know. Right? You really switched it up for us there. You're welcome. Um, actually, in looking up code switching, and we'll get into more of the the very... Oh, I've got some really bad stories for this weekend. Oh, no. Um, it's fine. Uh, looking into code switching, I actually found out that Bernstein theory... Have you heard of Bernstein? Like from the Bernstein Bears? Oh, actually, I wonder if that's related. But no. Uh, Basil <laughs> Bernstein, uh, he died in the 2000s, but was a linguist and researcher at the Institute of Education, University of London, uh -huh. who put the case together about forming a language use or working class who spoke a restricted code, in quotes, as contrasted to middle class students who spoke an elaborated code. Essentially, building the first like usage of code switching hmm. when referring to work or social class, which obviously then trickles down into queerness and other parts of our lives. But what was really interesting is there was actual studies where people were asked to elaborate and say, based on a picture, if they thought the person was gay or not, Oh, which is so interesting. So, so like looking at us this weekend, I probably go? looked really gay. You would look super how gay. Um, I haven't looked into all the studies, but there's just, there's a good number to, to say that people can usually tell. So I blended. I, I brought every okay. pony Explain shirt I had. Every pony shirt? Yeah. I did like a Mustang shirt. You're, you're wearing I'm, one right now. I'm, I'm wearing one right Our now. Patreons, Patreons are enjoying it. Woohoo! Ride the pony. Um, I had my baseball caps. And my, I got the sweatiest baseball caps I could get. Uh, I uh, Your jeans were so loose. I didn't shave for three days, so I had a five o'clock shadow the entire time. As much as I gave shade to Unworthy in the last podcast, I did wear deodorant around your family. Oh, I did not. I know. I could tell. <laughs> I could smell you from across the room. I did not code switch that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting because it's there's so many small cues we don't think about sure. as queer people living in like san francisco that when you get into a more conservative area which is very much what it was you don't realize how much you give off whether it's a smell or a look or even so, the way you stand or yeah. and i thought i was like being like super straight and stuff and we were we were on a boat yesterday and uh my cousin who was driving the speedboat he's like 46 year old white guy and so he, he, we were like on the beach and he, I forgot, I forget that I have a nose ring yet. And I forget that uh, that draws a lot of attention. Sure. And so he finally, he, I, I, I could tell he was staring at my face, but I didn't know why. <laughs> so making Most me super people will stare at your face when they talk to you. But anyway, he's like, does anyone ever put a hook in that and lead you around? <laughs> 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 it's like, 
Huh? Did, oh my God! You I'm should like, have said, "Are you my daddy now?" You should have said, "That's too on the nose." <laughs> too, oh God! No, but I was like, "If you only knew, sir. If you only knew." <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> maybe if I'm on all fours. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't. Yeah, they, and they would be so titillated. But by it that. is. It's just. It's just so funny how facial jewelry even mm-hmm. is. Is um, I should have taken my nose ring out if I wanted to blend more, but I. I we around our family it's, most of the time, and they're, still they're used pretty, to it. It's masculine in some ways i used to hide it from my family the first year i got it actually yeah didn't you used to like flip it up i'd flip it up because it was a u and i just flip it into my nose uh which wasn't very good because then it just looks like you have big silver boogers in your nose <laughs> i will oh so some fascinating things well, while we're going to talk about code switching like i want i just want to go through some of the most fascinating things that happened during uh-huh. the trip as well first of all the graduating class of four people at the high school that your yeah, dad was talking about? This year, it's so only one. Oh, my God. They so only like, have one student in their entire high school. To give to give reference to how small it was. And wait, did you, so did you hear my mom's story that uh, one of those students, uh, she said, oh, was it nice to just be in a class of four? And the student was, no, the other three were so mean and bullied me the entire time. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so even in a small class like that, you have the same high school dynamics well, of clicks. Yeah. yeah. People are still uh, one fourth of most kids are terrible. No. OK. Yeah. Um, that's that's a generalization right there. But yeah, even with a small class like that, you still have like clicks you still have people being rude and terrible that's just human nature unfortunately yeah. i hope that kid's okay um i do want to say though that um we had a meal me and me and daddy had a meal when we first got there on our way oh uh, we had a meal in your mind we we're from san francisco Chili's. and we had an appetizer a meal a side salad two drinks and i feel like we have something else in your mind how much do you think that would cost so if time's it- up it, it was, was it, it was twenty seven dollars. That is that blows my mind. We were like, oh I was my so, god, we just had a whole dinner for twenty seven dollars, which sounds like absolutely wild that we're like surprised by that. But we live in San Francisco, where, where a meal like that, that would have been like seventy five easy, you know, yeah. and that's before tip. Yeah, but you gotta love a small town. This, this is actually one of the things I really liked about a small town that it was just everything was so inexpensive, yeah. and the the scenery. It's gorgeous. We went hiking. Wyoming is beautiful. It is just sky for as long as you can see. But Wyoming makes these amazing fluffy white cumulus clouds all day long that are constantly moving across the sky. Uh, so there's these fluffy clouds. And then they piss rain. And you can see oh, it. Well. It's like a big black thread coming out of the cloud. And they just dump a shit ton of rain on you. And then we on. It's it's just beautiful. Yeah, as we were driving both in and out, we had to drive both ways. Um, we ran into at least one or two storms yeah. both times, and it was it, really pretty. They last five minutes. Yeah, and they're gone. And uh, for the record, uh, most clouds just float across the sky. I don't know if you knew that. No, no, no. But these are big cumulus to. clouds. You know, they're they're the big white fluffy ones. Okay. That, well, that you, yeah, you can see shapes and it. They're cool. Yeah. And I see we're yes ending today's episode. We're yes ending. Uh, You also can't spell cumulus without cum. So the more you know, you know, right? Yes. Did you know that? Yes. (laughs) And also speaking of uh, pissing, we were on the boat. As daddy said, we went, we went boating the last day, which Mm -hmm. was fun until um, it was this little, (laughs) we got two of my favorite parts. The first 
was when we stopped in this little alcove and this boat was one of those little floating it's not super fast not a speed boat but it was a boat it's a pontoon boat bless you and you would ram it into the beach yeah, to get it to stay somewhere. Because it's pretty sandy beach everywhere. Yeah. And even if you hit the rocket shale, it just crumbles underneath. Yeah. So you can't damage the boat. So the, we, we stop at this one part and um, one of the, one of, let me tell the story. <laughs> one of the girls is on like the inner tube attached to the boat, just floating. Like the boat's on the sand. Everyone's gotten off it except your mom who didn't want to get off because she was, you know, a little tired. And we're all just talking and throwing rocks into the water, skipping them across. I turn around. Oh my God, the boat's floating away. Your dad's trying to grab onto the boat. Your brother's trying to grab onto the boat, but it's in but the it water. It's a little bit it's too floating far. Away. Your mom's like, what? And my mom doesn't know how to drive a boat. And your dad's like, hit the, hit the gas, go forward. Unfortunately, the wheels turn the opposite direction of the beach, so she pushes the gas and starts going into the well, side she, of one of the rock walls. She pushed way too much. So, <laughs> <we're> like, <laughs> so and and we're like, turn the wheel, turn the wheel, so so that it would like hit the bank nose first. Instead, she turned it the opposite way yeah. and hit the cliff <laughs> with the boat. It's Luckily, like and it's like. It's it's a sturdy boat in the front. It's but got, none like, of my family was like phased by it at all. <laughs> Just like oh my god, no. I and was not to mention when she took off that my niece on the inner tube was right by the propellers of that. Boat. She was not right by, but she started close. floating near the, the propellers as it was still going. Uh, so everyone's kind of screaming, and then once it's over, no one says a damn thing. No I one. Know. Even we all act it. like it didn't like, happen. Yeah, your family's very good at that. <laughs> It's just like, and so I kept looking at you like, um, did we just witness what we just witnessed? Oh, I, so you guys are throwing rocks and I was just going to film it for your family. I was skipping rocks. And yeah. I turned and you guys are, your dad and, and brother are screaming. So I turned as I'm recording. So I recorded all this. You can see it on our Instagram. So if you're not following us on Instagram, you're lost. But also fucking hilarious. But she rammed the boat into a cliff. Fucking hilarious. Yep. Everything's fine. The boat had, again, had these like rudders that were meant to hit things kind of to, to beach. Um, but we beached ourselves off and mm -hmm. that's fine. My other favorite was we were doing like inner tubes and skiing. And if your dad asked me if I wanted to do some water sports one more time, because <laughs> he really wanted you to, he wanted you I, to enjoy yourself. It took everything. I, listen, I, I snowboarded back. I inner tubed. I was one of those kids. I did all that stuff, but it took everything within me to say like, you know what? It's not really my thing. I don't, I don't, I don't really like that. So why didn't you? Because I would have said it in such a way that would have in, intended an innuendo, and I didn't. I, I, I'm, I still. Your family loves when I make sexy jokes mm -hmm. or like really stupid innuendos, but I try not to be too much. I don't want to. I don't want to be the. This the, is you not being too much. Yeah, this is me being. I'm. I'm code switching <laughs> you over code here. Code switch to not too much. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm my family. Great. <laughs> yes. No. Because Do that I don't. More. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you in front of your family. I don't want to be the cooler uncle. Oh okay? yeah. There, there's no chance of that. Your nieces love me. Okay. I'll have <laughs> they you do. know. You're fun. Were there any standout moments for you that that you either enjoy? Oh, do you want to tell the ice cream shop story? Where we took your niece to the ice cream shop. Oh, this is a this is a case of like okay, like just we're way out of our bubble. <clears throat> so which was cash only. So oh. we had to make sure we went to the trading post the day before. So we went for the ice to an ice cream shop, but the day before your sister in law tried to go to the trading post, mm. the only actual store, mm -hmm. and she didn't have any cash. She so she said, can you do Apple Pay? And you should have seen oh. the guy's look. He was like, 
What, Excuse the, me? Who are you, city slicker? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we go to this ice cream shop, the only ice cream shop in town. Um, <clears throat> which is fine. I had been told it was an ice cream. So I was like, and there was like a bulletin board. Like, no, it was a whiteboard that, that had like 57 flavors. I'm like, they have this many flavors of ice cream here it That's... was a construction piece of paper that she kept adding different <laughs> panels to of different paper and it was just like she some some of the flavors had big text some of them had small text like, yeah no there there was no context was to anything but fun. um it's so then we find out oh no it's not ice cream flavors it's the flavor they can put in the, the vanilla ice flavors. cream and make yeah. a shake so it was an ice cream shake store, which was not on the sign. <laughs> Just an ice cream store. They had a sign? Oh. <laughs> well, no, I don't even think they had a sign. But what was what was really fun about that <laughs> little establishment was... <laughs> was just the decor you know there, there was a big ice machine and i think they duct taped the word ice not well <laughs> it just uh, it was like a big shed that needed, someone put it needed gay people to come in and just spruce things up a little bit they they had duct taped a piece of um like chalkboard mm -hmm. like a chalkboard they duct taped it to a wall inside this giant shed and put like outdoor lawn equipment inside for people to sit on. But it was it was after we paid that I really appreciated that. Do you remember what the, the lady behind the counter said to us? Because your niece, who went with us just because she wanted to go with, didn't well, want ice cream. Well, she she kept trying to get my niece to drink to get some ice cream. And my niece uh, on was TikTok. just on her phone the entire time, not looking or paying attention to anything. And I think that was kind of annoying. <laughs> the shopkeep. But they she thought that we were ignoring her. She really did. Yeah, but my niece was ignoring us. Yeah, <laughs> it was the other was way like, around. She was just on her. She was literally on her for you page, just swiping away. Yeah. So no, I don't remember what she said. What oh, she oh, I'll tell you. Okay. So you and I are like at the counter ordering. I got like a cookie dough shake, which actually disappeared later in the day. I don't know where it went. I put I it in the freezer. I got a root beer and it was gone because you couldn't fuck okay. that up. Okay, you're ignoring me. It I'm, was I'm it was not. in the I'm freezer and then it disappeared. There's a difference. <laughs> there's a difference. You also, see. a root beer. <laughs> I'm code switching this. Oh, the conversation. <laughs> yes. To avoid yes anyway you pay and she's still the lady first off she's like does, does she want anything and your niece goes no i'm good so then, exactly like that too. Yeah. that was pretty good imitation <laughs> and the lady behind the counter as we're like paying for our shakes she's already made our shakes she goes we have we have ice cream sandwiches too if you want and she goes no i'm still i'm still good and she's she looks to us she says well, you you guys better make sure you're feeding her. She looks a little skinny over there. Yeah, no, she, and and it, as we were leaving, she goes, you need to eat more ice cream, skinny girl. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't shame her into eating ice cream. <laughs> Maybe it's, something healthy, fine, but not ice cream. It's like just these little minor aggressions towards people that mm. you don't you don't normally see um, in, in society. But they don't mean anything by but it. But they don't. But... They want you to assimilate because they're not they don't have a bunch of gay people or people that are aware of like, you know, it's kind of body shamey to say something like that, especially to a 13, 14 year old girl yeah. who just is on her phone and minding her own business. Like she went out of her way to not only body shame your niece, but tell her that she needs to change. And also, she is. I think she thought that we were her dads and she was giving us a lot of shade. 
Like, no, because I had been in the day. I explain. I I had. This is my second time in the ice cream shop. Uh, I had gone the first day just to scout it out, and my dad went with us with my nieces. So she had already met them, and we mm. talked about it because she's a neighbor down the street. Because everyone's a neighbor, um, and she knew my grandpa, and then she and my dad talked for a while. So no, I don't think she thought. We uh, disagree, but eh, it doesn't matter. Anyway. I just, it was one of those moments where I was like, okay, and we even walked out, and your niece was even like, wow, oh, okay. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> she kind of had like a drive-by body shaming, and she realized it after the fact, and we're like, oh my god, don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> she clearly is, you know, doesn't know what she's saying. She's in a small town, and your niece understood, but it was still that's got to be so hard to grow up in. Yeah, because you used to go to that that town as a kid every summer, right? Mm-hmm. And did you did you see anyone that you knew from back in the day? I didn't on this trip. I have before, and uh, so I had a I had a uh, cousin who was my age, uh, Cheryl, and we used to horseback ride and and do all sorts of things as kids. But as we grew into adults, I've seen her a few times, but we just have very little in common to talk about. Mm. Um, so it's hard to just make entire conversations of. Remember when we used to play in a field as a kid? Um, so, yeah, I don't have any ties tying me there. Well, and with the way in which we grow as well, which I think is relevant to the conversation, like, so these people knew you as what they assumed to be a straight kid, right? Well, and and, and in a town like that, because everyone's related or separated by six degrees from everyone else, they uh, family timelines are really important to them. So, like, it, once I said who my grandpa was, her demeanor towards me completely changed. Oh. She's like, oh, I knew Swede. Da, 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 da. And I said, yeah, I'm here celebrating my father's 75th birthday. Uh-huh. And then she had a bunch of questions, and uh, she's very interested. But the, everyone is like, who's related to who? How do they fit into this community somehow? And if not, you're an outsider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you kind of felt like that. And in these small towns, like you feel like everyone's eyes are on you at all times. Yeah, well, it's funny because there was no cars driving by. There's no one really walking around. But we did see still... one guy sitting in his lawn chair in the front yard with, I kid you not, a garden hose sticking out of his crotch. He's holding it. Uh, just no nozzle on those. Just water in the grass. A stream of water. And he's just watering his lawn, the while entire lawn was, with his no, garden hose. You didn't even see while he had a grill to the side and he was grilling a steak. No, he was Yes, not. he was. Yes, no. he was. Yes, he was. Oh, he had this gigantic it. lawn chair. One side he was he was watering. The other side he was poking at what looked like a... I hope it was a steak. That's... <laughs> I saw lots of rabbits out there. The wildlife was lovely, but I hope it. I hope that was a mistake. But they, I mean, but they're good people. They don't mean they anything are. by it. They're just trying to make sense of who you are. That's because it. yeah, but so so here's my thing: is like growing up, I also had to do a bit of code switching when I was like a young teen because I would go to Lubbock, Texas, mm-hmm. and if you know Texas at all, or if you're familiar with Lubbock. It's not a small area of Texas, but it is a very conservative, flat kind of city. Like they have Sonics here or there, but it's very rural. And Texas, Texas kind of near-ish. That's where my dad went to college, but I would always visit there. And even with a large population there, it just felt like this small town. Mm-hmm. And I would have to be very, very straight acting. I wouldn't be overly creative or flamboyant, and I would just have to code switch. And 
I remember growing up and just kind of getting more distant from my cousins that I would visit there. Mm -hmm. And one of them even visited Seattle years and years and years ago. And I remember not even taking him to a gay part of the city, but just a restaurant. And the waiter was very clearly gay. And just the way in which my cousin couldn't comprehend that a gay person exists mm. and had no, like he wasn't be, trying to be homophobic, but he was just visibly uncomfortable, like pale in the face that the, the waiter was even talking to him. Yeah. And it's just so, it's so fascinating how that can cause such a visceral reaction and not even meant to be hateful. I don't think my cousin intended that, but it just came across as so close-minded and, and, and unsure of how to deal with a gay person at all. Mm. Like I can't, I can't, I can't comprehend that. Cause like, I know what a straight person is like. I can understand that. <laughs> well, it's kind of I'd like, so I'll, I'll bring up Cheryl again. So the last time I think uh, I visited her, um, I, I was coming from Australia. I told her how long the flight was and she was just like a gas. She's like, I've never been, been on a plane in my life. So oh. there are things they haven't been, haven't been in their orbit. Right. So it, they, they just have questions like anything that's new. You have questions mm -hmm. uh, because you don't know it fully and you don't understand it. So yeah, absolutely. And even, even when we had, you know, small talk and conversations with some of the locals or people that were visiting, like even you and a high, you and I had like our gestures or looks, or we would kind of just check in with, which even I, I told you we needed a safe word. I told you we needed a safe word did and we, we didn't set one up. I no, know, but did we ever use it? Did we need one? Yeah, there was a few times where you and I were both in the, because your family, and I love your family, I love your family, this is not shade at all, I love your family, but they would ask questions uh -huh. to trap you. you. Well, yeah, my, my parents do, do this thing where they want you to make a decision about something, but they give you the doomsday scenario first about why it's not a good idea, but then they ended example, up like, would you want to try it? <laughs> For example, yeah. let's well, you want river rafting? Yes. So give us the give us a story. So the first night, the weather has been, you know, a little spotty, rain, cold, and, and which is unusual for a summer in Wyoming. So they had arranged for us to go river rafting with about 25 cousins um that I may or may not know. Um and so my dad begins by describing it. So we need to make a decision by 10 a.m. tomorrow if we're going to go. And this is what it is. It's going to be four hours on a river. It's going to be freezing cold. We'll probably get rain about da-da-da-da. Uh, There's this one part that they call the rapids that just scrapes your butt as you go by. <laughs> and it's like, and uh, we tie all the tubes together so we all float down as one and no one can be separated. Uh, does that sound like fun? You guys want to do that? <laughs> just like, um, nothing about what you just described sounded fun. Thank you. <laughs> it was, it was like that. And then like, if we were moving furniture, oh or my God. it felt, it, and I was pretty good about answering non, non-committally. I was very ambiguous with whenever I answered some of those questions, but it always felt like a trap as if I was going to get in trouble if I didn't agree right. or if I didn't disagree right. or if my opinion was invalid. And they would always say, well, I, I don't care personally. Yeah, not, it's just going to be a miserable way. experience, but I don't care. It's up to you guys, whatever you want. Your family's really good at selling things. I will say that. Very good. So instead we ended up going like hiking, which was nice. We had a good time. Um, 
But there was one part near the end where we took yeah, our time by the way, back down. <laughs> spoiler alert, we did not go river rafting. Oh, God, no, yeah, we said no. Okay, was After like, being I'm sold out. so badly. I'm like, I'm out. I'm sorry. I, I don't need to debate this. But my dad still did, didn't take that as a final thing because even the next morning he's Kept like, oh, are, are they really not going? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> And then we found out later that like it was actually very warm. It was really nice. Yeah, it was, it was only, a beautiful like, day, people. and it was only two hours on the river, As opposed just, to the four hours yeah. we were told. It's like it probably would have been a lovely time. It could have, but instead we went hiking, and I, I didn't mind yeah. that. We got to have a nice like group hike with your immediate family, yeah. and we took our time near the hike back down. And that, that was the other thing. Yeah. That was my point of view: is we came all this time to spend with our family. Yeah. I didn't necessarily need to float with 25 strangers down a river that I probably won't see again mm -hmm. um, on my family bonding trip. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of glad we didn't do it. And I'm glad that we got to spend time with your family. It's nice to see your family and let them see how you've grown. Mm -hmm. I get to know your family. You've gotten to know mine over the years. Like, it's important even when you're talking about like being your authentic self, even if you're a little adjusted for family, like getting to know your significant other's people. Yeah. Actually, one of the highlights of the trip was being able to spend more time with my brother and his wife because um, I really enjoyed them as people. And we shared an Airbnb, so we got a lot of like Juicy sitting around on tea. the couch talking, comparing notes time, which was nice. <laughs> My one of my favorite parts is us coming down from that hike on the hill. We took our time, you and I, to just take some like gay hiking photos. You oh, know. we took our shirt off for the first time around our family. <laughs> it wasn't just the shirt. No, the, your family didn't see though. No, I know, but I mean that you said we took gay pictures. Yeah, we just took our shirts off. Well, and showed a little skin from you below the belt. Your butt, but you always show your butt. Excuse me. I mean, you wear tight clothes, You're so welcome. your butt is always shown. Okay, but um, as we were like finishing up the photos, we heard rustling from down the. Do you remember? Yeah, that? it was a biker coming up the Some trailer. Some biker come out of nowhere. Oh, hey. Uh, and luckily my pants are up and my shirt's halfway on. But you No, but we both were like both pulling, pulling our, our shirts, shirts on. on. So yeah. it kind of looked like we were doing something in <laughs> the bushes. Cruising just a little bit. Um, but he's like, hey, is there anyone else? Uh, is there anyone else up there? Anyone else fucking in the background over there? <laughs> and I said, no, no, just us. We were uh, just taking some lovely photos. Have a good day. <laughs> and he, he, gave, he gave us quite the look. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I oh and the very last story which okay. pr do you remember going to dinner so we had one which family one? dinner what do you mean which oh, one the, out at the restaurant yeah yes so it's terrible food it well it was it was like for all intents and purposes their diner you know and we were gonna go to the bar slash ice cream place slash no, restaurant they, no 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 there there is a local bar that anchors the town and it's the only thing that's continuously ever been open yeah and you will kind of wanted to see it. i think the, i did the, the reason we went out was my dad wanted to show you that bar it was a really honestly authentically kind they of they had just lost their cook who it turns out was 16 years old and went home because they didn't have anyone coming in for the last four hours for dinner well that they're like oh we're only serving appetizers which truthfully we should have just stayed and done appetizers. we should have it was a dark bar. You couldn't see anything. Yeah. But um, so we, we walked across the street to this other little diner who, uh, uh, yeah, the food was terrible. I had a chicken fried steak. It wasn't bad, but like the next day I was a little like, uh. but like, okay. So, and this is no shade. Like we were just having a family dinner, but the one thing that really surprised me was some of your family that ended up showing up for the dinner mm -hmm. were not from the town. They were mm -hmm. from out of town mm -hmm. and they were of African-American descent, Yeah, which 
it, I felt we were already pushing going to dinner with two gay guys that looked very gay. Or I think my mother felt that too. But it's so it, it was. So uh, it was. So it was my cousin's girlfriend and her three daughters were traveling were through lovely. town. They were all lovely, and so they stopped to have dinner with us. Well, Glinda's a pretty white town. So having, Only and we had to walk town. from the downtown to the other restaurant, um, and it, it there were a few looks, more than a few, and yeah. we and then we were in this like very kind of rundown diner. But what really surprised me, and again, your family's adorable. and then my mom wanted to take a shit ton of pictures outside the restaurant, yeah, to to draw a scene. <laughs> which, when you're code switching, maybe don't do that. I. First of all, well, you know what? Why? Why would you? Why do we have to hide who we are? So I, I mean, I don't blame her. Well, safety. I, I, nobody's going to come out with a shotgun and shoot you. I, I that's. I, I, I mean, I know. Wyoming is for for what we have been laughing about. Wyoming has never felt like an unsafe place to me. Yeah, um, I get that. The 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 people are very kind. Uh, they're all hardworking. Um, they're not highly educated, but they do have a live and let live mentality. Um, so I, I didn't see a lot of violence in no. Wyoming growing up. They, I, they're, they're, they're hunters, but they don't like shooting people. So, <laughs> no, I mean, they, they, they live off the land. All they're seriousness. Yeah. All seriousness. Everyone that we encountered was nice. We got some odd and weird looks every once in a while. People staring. And I can deal with that. But at the same time, like literally as you and... My, your mom and I are talking about, you know, what's a safe word? And your cousin, she brings up Matthew Shepard, which was literally a few miles from this yeah, town. So Laramie was very close to us. So it's it, it's not unwarranted that I'm just uncomfortable in some cases. Yeah. There. And, and that when the Matthew Shepard thing hit, um, that really rocked the Wyoming community because they were even shocked at that that had occurred in that state. Um, that was a very unusual thing. Um, I'm not saying that it. It no, didn't, didn't happen or was wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying a lot of people were very taken by surprise by that because they even felt that it was wrong. Um, obviously, murder is wrong. So. <laughs> but um, but a, a homophobic like hate crime like that, especially wrong. Like, yeah. and you know there is. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of homo homophobia and when 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 we rolled in and there was fuck tree. Biden flags, I was like, ah. I didn't feel. Un, un, but unsafe, I feel like that's like it's such a weird area. It makes you it puts you in a weird space. I feel like that's most of America now, though. And we live in the San Francisco bubble, so we don't we don't come across it very much. But yeah. you have to think our listeners do. Absolutely. Um, they are living this every Absolutely. single day and having to code switch every single day. Yep. Um, and that's got to be exhausting. Add on top of that, having to be made fun of for your pronouns or be made fun of the alphabet mafia that you're part of and have. But but that's just it. And it's like the resilience of that. And that part of that dinner moment that I really appreciated mm -hmm. was that of the three people that were working in the diner that we eventually ended up in <laughs> our server, there were two, two of those three were absolutely on the queer spectrum of some right. kind, because one, our, our right. server had a blonde haircut that kind of was like a pixie, had kind of feminine features, but masculine clothing. Was she, was, clearly, she was definitely a lesbian. Clearly, I'm not going to say. She, I'm gonna say they them because I don't know their pronouns. Okay. They were giving they them vibes, okay. and then the the wait staff who was cleaning the dishes in the back had a playgirl backpack with a pin on it that said "Lesbians eat pussy" on it. <laughs> so very lesbian vibes. Yeah, and 
they were they were blending in though. Yeah, like, no, they were, and nobody small was small things you were looking at, you could tell, but they were blending in. Yeah, nobody was batting an eye. Um, cause they were just happy and, and just like the cook that quit at the other place who was 16, they, they have a hard time keeping help in a tiny town like that. You can't pay someone to stick around, uh, that's young and moving on. Um, so they, they're there for the summer jobs and leave. But I, my, my heart goes out to those specific, those queer people that were serving us because like they were, they were thriving. They were fitting in. They were doing their best to blend, but also just stand out the littlest bit. And I mean, they looked happy enough. And I hope we tipped them well. I hope we tipped them well. I think. Well, no way. I know we did because I got an argument with my mom about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, they, they because she was like, they added the gratuity, and she was not happy with that Aww. because the food was pretty bad. But um, I was like, you know what? They were doing their best. I would have tipped. I'll give you the money for the tip. That's fine. <laughs> And we had a very large party. I mean, we had over we did. Uh, it was, 14 it, people, it was, probably. It was somewhere around 12 or four, yeah, 12 to 14 or so. But I didn't, I don't think I, I slipped, I don't think I slipped any times and called you daddy. I don't <laughs> think. And I didn't do you puppy or amp. No, your family called me amp a few times. Did they? Yes. The girls did. Did my parents? Um, I was introduced once to the, the extended family as a nickname that I use as amp, which... I was such who, an who did that? Uh, Amy. Oh, you know, that a makes sister sense. Then, my sister in law, sure. And she, I love her, but I was like, oh, because she watches the show. That's why. No, I know, and I love so that. So she knows you as Amp. I love that. But it's, the rest of my parents don't. It, <laughs> it throws you off when like you're you're switched. You've switched to another code. Well, because it's you're trying in in a way you're lying. So in you, a way, I'm being outed, kind of. In a, well, no, a but bit. the thing about this, you're kind of lying about who you are a little bit. So trying to remember the lies and who knows them is going to drive you nuts. Well, I remember who knows what. But it's when other people who aren't in on the code switch out you unintentionally. Like, your your, your family's very loving. They're not doing anything hateful. But it was just like, oh, it, it put me off for a second. I was like, oh, like, I forget. <laughs> that you guys know this sometimes and they're very complimentary like your sister-in-law is very sweet and it's like i love what you guys do yeah. i've turned some of my students that are questioning oh no she's stuff. great yeah and she works in a university in texas where they need totally. we need the support and allies as much as we can totally appreciate that yeah. um but it, it it was it was a very eye-opening trip i got back from it appreciating not only where we live mm -hmm. but how we live and uh, I just want to say I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. so sweet. Because uh, even even in our odd predicament of being in a small town, like we were able to be present for each other, which I think is very important. If you have a partner that lives in a small town, you visit family, or you just have, and you don't have a bad and family, but no, some people but have families that are very good bad. Families after yeah. you'll find out as you grow older as an adult, you have less and less to in common. So even after three or four days, you're, you're kind of taking on the role of their life yeah, and their lives aren't that interesting. So you run out of things to talk about and you, you learn about their annoying traits that you don't see when you don't see them for long periods of time and they see yours. So it's just yeah, the best of families can be rough. So, yeah. So just be patient. I and am. I, I, no, I wasn't. I was speaking. I am. To the audience. What do you mean? Your code switching right now is a little <laughs> aggressive. I just want to say that if you are in those kinds of cities, 
our hearts go out to you. Your chosen family, your friends are always there for you. If you happen to live online more predominantly than in, in the real world, because you might live in a small town that's a bit red, it gets better. You know, I, I hope that you have the time and the patience and the codes in which you can switch to to preserve and keep yourself safe. But at the end of the day, know that you are valid and there are people out there that are just like you, that are looking out for you, that are waiting to find you, to to, to form your own families and friends. Um, because I, you, you, it's hard. It's hard. It's overbearing to live in a city like that. And mm. I'm glad that we don't. So this was a good trip to kind of open your eyes to that kind of thing. Yeah, it makes me appreciate what we have a lot more. And I think sometimes you need that because I get so in the day and in the day outs of just keeping on a schedule and making sure things get posted and yeah. doing this and doing that and getting this TikTok done, at YouTube. and Like you, you, you get into a place where you feel you're not as appreciative of everything. Well, and then the other thing, because of what we do, uh, most of our travel revolves around gay events or gay themed things. And so we are constantly surrounded by gay, even yeah. when we travel uh, uh, for relaxation. Uh, so this was an unusual thing in that there was nothing gay oriented about anything we were doing. We yeah. were assimilating into a straight environment. Mm -hmm. um, and that's very rare for us. Yeah, no, you you threw me in that closet. You did. You did. <laughs> I did not. I just said, don't wear the tight pants and the skinny string stuff. That aren't tight. Tops. <laughs> no, and and to the flip side, like it's like it's also a pendulum sometimes. Like for people that live in smaller towns, they come to Dory, they let it all out. Like Dory makes me appreciate it as well. But at the same time, we're so jaded because we live in San Francisco. Yeah. And Dory is just another like, oh, it's just, I guess we could go, you know, maybe, maybe we'll go to Dory, I guess, you know, we'll go see all our friends. No, it's like people come to this city and they go full out. They go party, 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 gay, sex, party, party, sex, party, gay. And I'm glad that people have those outlets. Yes. Because if you're, if you're fully in that red state, it can get, it, it, I, I know, I know that it can get to be a lot. So all that to say. I am very happy we visited your family. I love your family. They are super supportive of our relationship. But sometimes you get put in situations where you learn to adapt, code switch, <laughs> and appreciate your partner even more. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm glad this was such a good learning experience for you to oh, appreciate learned. our relationship. I better. also learned that if I have to ask you a question, I have to give you like 15 seconds because you will say, if I ask you, hey, do you want this? You'll say, no. No. Uh, oh wait, no, I want that. <laughs> Every time. Because I have to think for a second what you're actually asking me. You speak too fast. Would you like some chapstick? No. No, well, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> Ten times I think of this weekend. I should have asked you if you need some sunscreen, mister. I'm mm. fine. You worry way too much about sunscreen. And so does the audience, because they'll comment when we do a video or, or even on a picture. Like, I'm a golden tan. It's because your lighting is purple in here. It makes me look red. And if people would like to comment on your skin, Daddy, where can they find you? You can find me, if you want to see the naughty stuff, at MrChristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K. Or I'm now back on Instagram. Your Instagram's back! MrChristopherWeston. Yay! <laughs> I'm glad to see you back on the social medias. The only reason I knew that is because the tags started working again. I was like, oh! You can find me, though, on PupAmp everywhere. That's PupAmp.com for the sexy times. But uh, PupAmp everywhere else. As well as you can find what's the safe word everywhere at what's the safe word. This has been a what's the safe word podcast called what's your safe pod. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye. But wait.
If you're more. a Patreon, we're not going away. Patreons get a special expanded conversation where we're going to tell a couple more stories. So yeah. stick around. Also, to that, if you're a patron and you saw a kickback, um, there was some kind of bug on Patreon's end. You might not be subscribed. So just, just letting you know that you're missing out on that content. And uh, we appreciate our patrons that do exist and have continued to support the show. Yes, please double check that because there's nothing we can do on our end. I think we're singing different melodies. Do you not hear that music? Oh, we're doing it to the music? <laughs> just say goodbye. Bye. <laughs>